Welcome to Colney Talk Podcast. Hello, everyone. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to another episode of Colney Talk Podcast, a bite-sized show. I'm your host, Alex, first-time guest. Happy to have you here. And to my returning listeners, thanks for joining me. On this bite-sized show, I talk a bit about the Arsenal game and then pick out my top three Arsenal players who I think were really great in the game and one player, or just one player, who I considered odd one who had a poor game or just not good enough, who just needs to be called out. Champions League match day four. It's this game that I think that really puts us in a very important position, one to secure the top of the group. Sevilla now coming to the Emirates Stadium. Our lineup, no Odegaard, no Eddie. The injury bodies just keep piling up, but we just... We managed to do do well anyway. Arsenal put up a solid performance in the first half, dominating most phases of the game, limiting Sevilla to get on the ball, nor gain any chances to grow into, into the match. Arsenal controlled the game from an early start, and it was just good showing of excellent ball possessions and moving the ball with steady game flow and rhythm. The field tilt was red wave all the way. On the front side of the attack, the ball was just flowing to Martinelli and Saka, and Martinelli was on a high gear with just a number of quick runs into Sevilla's box to unlock Arsenal's attacking play with Trossard coming into the mix. He was Martinelli, that is, the terror of the game with so much success on the left wing. He was flying in there and doing so many things. Sevilla had a lot of defending to do in, in and around the box. Arsenal dictated the game efficiently and pounced quickly to regain possession at the point of execution for shot and goal and final dribbles there was the, the team was really alive they were so you know pumped up to play this game and it really showed in how much they had pushed and fought so hard to keep everything in their control Harvard's as well was playing with high energy and I think the way I saw him, he was just playing as a facilitator, creating more spaces around Saka and also an instigator when he had to get into a number of duels and dispossessions of presses to reset the ball for a forward drive. So he just did quite a lot. Different sense of how much he was going to contribute to this game. And that was just amazing. A quarter in the first half, it was lively for Arsenal in how much chances they were now trying to create and make something happen. Martinelli, as I said, he just saw red and gave Sevilla defensive fits. Like he was fired up doing a lot and everyone just could see it. And he kept calling for the ball as well. So there was something really waiting to happen. And the first goal was a combination of brilliance and vision. Saka was well aware of the running for a through ball and it was perfectly timed through by Jorginho. And let's not forget, Declan Rice is just simply allergic to any opposition with the ball in the middle of the field, even if it's from a throw-in. And if, he, if, if Declan Rice is not in a containment mode to defend, he's taking the ball off the opposition's. So he just did that, and that's where our first goal came from. Pouncing and aware of situations that could be very dicey for us, if it were, but that's not even, it was not a conversation for this game. And once we were a goal up, Arsenal players were so lively, they were so sharp, they were so energetic, quick to move and stay in formations and keep things going. And the only thing that killed us for this game was the final ball. 
like having someone at the other end to knock it out, close it in, head it, head it right in, because it just kept swinging from wing to wing, from Martinelli to Saka, and you know trying to have someone come in there and punch it in. We missed that really bad. I mean, the Gunners were on it, and Saliba just had a wonderful defensive stunt that just needed to be displayed. Simply unreal Rolls Royce. We kept working to open up another moment in the first half, staying in front and open things up on the wings of both sides of things, and Sevilla just knew that there was going to be a lot of concentration and defending on your side, but it wasn't much for them, more so than it was for Arsenal, to really show that either Trissard or a combination between himself and Harvard would do some damage within the box or take some shot that would, some more shots on goal that would give the the, the 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 goalkeeper a little bit more to pay attention to certain players. So at least for Arsenal's benefit, there were four players, four players that they had to really keep an eye on, and it definitely did pay dividends there. And that was it for the first half. After that first goal, we just kept trying to make things open up a little bit more and creating more chances, and there was just so much of that, you know, tightness from Sevilla, but, the, you know, it still kept to look like Arsenal's advantage and just waiting for that moment for them to strike. Start of second half, Zinchenko comes in for Tomiyasu. Not really sure what that is, but if, if, if he has to rest for the weekend, that's great. Arsenal looked in sync in the middle. Jorginho and Rice just keep looking amazingly well together, keeping the rhythm sharp to drive forward. We certainly needed another goal to keep the game a bit of out of reach for Sevilla because we know they, they they can play in a situation and look like they only need one chance to get back in the game. And a couple of head-scratching moments were wasted again when Martinelli made some very fine crosses and no final ball or final person at the other end to do some damage with it. But then the, the encouragement was just for them to continue to ride it on and making something happen. And, and the encouragement even went further to Harvard's in his play, most no, notably that shot in the second half that was just inches away from curving right into the net, and that lifted the team more, I think, even more so with how much you know, confidence they had in making more shots, creating more shots, staying within the edges, and keeping them pinned in back and how much they wanted to drive and make something happen. It was very, really impressive ball control by Arsenal. They starved severe in very painful stages where we were playing so well, only missing that player in front to execute a shot on goal. But then it was how much we did with it with long moments and how much we dominated with that that made such a huge statement for the game. And then at some point it was our turn to play off the ball, which we did remarkably well. We defended and stayed poised. The movements that Sevilla tried to create and when they had stationed in our half, but they just couldn't drive or, or open or drive through any kind of angle. And in a quick turn of play, it turned to our, our favor and Saka just gave us that second goal. It was just brilliant, like amazingly fast shot that he just drove right into the, into the box. And... For me, right after that, I said, okay, I'm not looking for deja vu to happen where we were two goals up and then concede shortly after. The, the players had to keep the game on, the head straight on, and keep everything on lockdown. We saw more brilliant plays and looked like another goal would be added on. 
And in the meantime, we just needed to keep our concentration really high. And we managed to do that. One big chance Sevilla had to score was the only one that had come in. But but interestingly, they were, it was closed down and they didn't have a chance to let off a shot from that. So that was most, mostly for the, for the visitors. Big worry, though, is just Saka's knock. He gets knocked around all the time. And I think it's clear they were not necessarily talking. I'm not really, really talking about this in terms of protection. But there's this great sense of fairness that needs to be had where some of these refs or these refs rather don't call some of it because all the players, they get fouled. There's a warning. There's some caution around it. But for Saka, it just feels like it's a norm because he has absorbed a lot. But I mean, I mean, there's, the, enough is enough. You know, it just I re, I'd like to call that a worry because he has suffered quite enough of this knock from these players. In his injury, I think it was definitely wasn't one from a knock. He probably might, might have just landed in the wrong way. And I really hope that is a knock and that's that. But, you know, we never know. But hopefully the the only thing is just for him to get that iced up and get, get him ready for the weekend because it would not be really good to see him miss any more game time. So 10 minutes to 90 and it was more of def- defensive subs. Arsenal handled the pressure. Didn't give Sevier any shots on goal up to that moment. We That was just an incredible stat in a situation that we, I think, probably have done in the past. But that that was that's, that is such an amazing thing to do where you're not giving Sevier a chance to even let off a shot or get into a box as much or do anything. And we had other moments to break, but Harvard's just missed his last feet to, to let off a shot on, on the end too. So, you know, we played really well and... That's just how much we controlled most of the game until the final whistle. And that right there was such a good outing. 2-0 up, clean sheet. Besides just a few words about the injuries, everything just looked really well for the players and even the subs that had come in. So straight on to my top three players of the game. First player, Saka, good assist and goal. He was huge. He was a big center of attention as the game started. He had a different type of link up that allowed him to lay off to Trossard and it was tight for him seeing how much defenses had to put a lot of attention on him and then freeing up Trossard to do a lot of things and I, there was this free there was this fluid movement that Trossard was providing coming a little bit closer in the link up and that made things a bit easier for Saka to move and that was really great I think this was I think he was the first outlet from the Arsenal attacking side of things to really let off a shot or make things happen. And obviously, that's what you would expect from the star boy. Great game for him. Second player, Jorginho. Played with so much quality and his connection with Rice, as I said earlier, and Havertz kept the game in front of them and took off a lot of pressure with how Sevilla tried to trap us. This is one of his best qualities, but I can't forget about his vision as well. His pre-assist... And timely passes were so huge in this game. If we had a different frontman, we would have had maybe a, a goal or two because he just affected the game in that way. Just keeping severe on their toes because once he had the ball, something could happen at any moment when he, he made a very beautiful pass or two. Third and final player, Declan Rice. He's a driving force. I mean, just both sides and he continues to drive forward more and more i understand his caution 
to drive in the box and do it off. But for him to pass it off to Martinelli, it's definitely a good call for now. Because if we had Party paired with him for someone that can cover a bit more ground with his quickness, I think he would have had so much of that boldness to take the ball alone into the box and, and score, at least shoot. So more of that, I'm sure. We'll definitely see that soon. And he consistently playing superbly well. Like, it's crazy to think it's just normal. I'm not complaining, but it is not normal for for someone that elite to continue doing that day in, day out. It isn't any situation where I'm going to want him to do less. No way. But Malong may continue and, and climb up. So, yeah. Big up Declan Rice on that. But I'll do, I do have special mentions for this game as well. Saliba and Harvards. The way they're performing today was really good. Very instrumental in keeping Sevilla quiet. And the individual plays were commendable. You can see how much they stood out in things and their, in, in their contributions and how they affected the game when they were on the ball. So big ups for them. No odd player today. We just lacked a terrorizing player up top. That's it. But that didn't hinder us. So I'm really grateful, grateful for that. And my hope is having Saka fit for the weekend so that we don't lose any more of our attacking force up front. Because already we don't have Eddie. And the question is how long are we going to be without him? So uh, hopefully we can at least keep our fingers crossed to, to, to have Saka on the game for the weekend. Seeing how he didn't go in for treatment, that's the hope that we are, we are counting on for, for such good news. Huge win, which all but confirms our top spot for Group B. Outstanding display for Arsenal and a very good bounce back from the previous week. Now we shift to the weekend and there's so much more to think about. So that will do it for this bite-sized episode, folks. Enjoy the win. Until then, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.